Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. This podcast is here to shake up the way you think about basically everything from health, beauty, entrepreneurship, and whether you're loving the newest trends. These ladies are here to prove that it's always better when salt and pepper come together. So here are your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Do you have any idea how hard Michael Jordan had to work? He literally was told he would never be a basketball player because he was so bad. You cannot take away how hard people have to work to be motivated, to talk to themselves positively, and to get to where they need to be. The more safety blankets you put around you, the less you are gonna be strong. You really have to look at your life. Am I enabling my own behavior? Hello, Shakers. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I just wanted to let you know for the first 10 minutes or so, Lisa's audio was having a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, She was just getting like really excited and yelling. (laughs) No, there were just some weird settings going on the first 10 minutes, but after that, it corrects itself. So um, if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, what the frick is going on? Um, It only goes on for about 10 minutes. So hold steady and um, we will get through this together. So without further ado, Let's get into today's show. Hi, Shakers. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. And I'm Lisa. And on today's episode, we are talking about rainbows and butterflies and positivity. Yeah, all you pieces of crap. (laughs) (laughs) See, that was a test. Now you need to talk positively to yourself. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do the complete opposite and you have to fight against us. Yeah, it's like this is your first hurdle in life. Okay. Yeah. Don't listen yeah. to us. Um, we're, we're your coach. <laughs> I feel like that's how I would be as a mom. Like, oh, you're sad. I'll make you sadder. Oh, <laughs> you sad. <loser>. So sad. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we we figured we, it was about time we did an episode on self talk, not like toxic positivity or what no. you know, people are saying, but just a way to be able to speak to yourself to get through hard situations because we all go through stuff. So how can we like get through those things? Because sometimes yeah. you don't have someone to talk to. You know. So true. Um. Well, let's let's What's get this out of the obsessions? way. What's our current obsessions? Yeah. Go ahead. Um. My current obsession has been doing art again. I'm Yay. back. I'm back in this phase. You're back in the studio. I'm back in this. Yeah. Yeah. My studio. Seriously, I have a room that's like my art room, and it's been so fun. I've just like, I hate to say, my creative juices have been flowing. You. Yeah. Rather than the other juices. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gross. Um, my current obsession is my hair journey that I've been on. I'm currently on my hair journey. You're obsessed with it? I would yeah. I would see that as more of a silver lining. Oh, I didn't get it. And then I got it. Because I used to be gray, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I've just been learning a lot about like hair growth and trying to be like more organic because, you know, we've been talking about that a lot since our last um, interview we did. So I'm just learning a lot about products and ways to keep my hair healthy and how hair health is like the same as skin health. And you kind of have to put amount, the same amount of effort in. So, uh, yeah. Meh. Here's a little people. more durable. Yeah, maybe just 
not everyone's hair though like some people really I think need to realize they can't just like take a biotin and they wonder why their hair is breaking it's like there's a lot of things that you can do to right. cultivate like multiple times a week making your hair stay and be good and stuff yeah um anyway so uh should we uh get on soup uh you up there let's get down to the silver lining of the week um i have been breaking out <laughs> welcome to the club welcome. i know i have one here breaking out another one lisa has here. one zit she's no, breaking out i have more than one lisa has three zits she's breaking and, out um like one is like right underneath my eye next to my nose and so it's really annoying because like you can't hide that like this one's like under my cheekbone where you like you won't really see that but yeah it's what what do you think it's from I don't know I my skin is going through about right now where it was just I felt like I was going through such a good season with my hair or with my skin. Um, and it was really glowy. I, and I was doing all of these things like AJ peels, face masks, all the good things. And I think I'm still doing all those things, but it's not as vibrant looking. I don't know what exactly it is the lighting I'm in right now actually doesn't look that bad as far as like glowiness is concerned but um I have been noticing I've been breaking out a little bit more I wonder if it's maybe because I haven't been using retinol as much and I just restarted using it but I was still using it before yeah maybe I don't know I think it's just a weird change in weather too I know that like can do weird things to your body Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm doing art again, too. Maybe my whole body is just going through a process. Well, my skin's been doing better, so maybe I just took it from you. Ew. Thank I, you. It's been ever since we did that last interview that we did, the skincare interview. So it's I wonder... It's in your head. You're, you're manifesting your breakouts. <laughs> maybe it's because I kept talking about how great my skin is and I've never had acne. I feel like well, this stuff always like happens to me. Two or three zits does not an acne make. No, I know. It's not yeah. it's not acne, but I am breaking just, out now. So yeah. it's it's the so called universe. The so called <sighs> it's the so called universe or whatever. <laughs> whatever they um, call it. So is that the silver lining or No, the silver lining is humility. That's what we needed to do, world. We got her. <laughs> We're all like, yes, we sabotaged her. I've been like (laughs) switching out your stuff with water instead. Um, So my silver lining is that I booked a wedding in New York. Why is that a silver lining? Well, because I have been just trying to figure out what this year is going to look like with weddings because truth be told, weddings aren't like the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. Like I like doing them. I'm good at doing them. They've given me financial freedom, but... I've just kind of been like, I have booked some here. I haven't really booked any weddings other places. And my dream is to do destination and travel. Like I would love to go to Europe or Mexico or like those types of places. And I know that that's really 
attainable and achievable, but it, I know it's a little bit down the road. Um, and to be able to get those weddings, you need to have a strong portfolio with those included. So what a lot of people do is they'll do them for free. So like they'll just offer to do somebody's destination wedding. So they have it and like maybe they'll pay for travel, which I think is worth it. Um, but I think I've just been like, okay, what's really going to happen this year? Do I need to push harder for these? Like, do I need to take other ones? And then I just got an inquiry for one and it just worked out. So I just feel like this is going to be amazing for my portfolio. And I think it's going to open up like a whole new world of weddings for me is doing this one. So I love that. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to see Broadway. There's so many things we're going to do. So oh, gosh, that sounds so fun. I know. I'm excited, but it's going to be the end of August, which is the most humid time of year in New York. So that I'm just sucks. like mentally preparing. That? Yes, of course <laughs> I did. What is the average weather? I kept typing, what average weather for New York? Um, <gasps> I just know it's going to be hot and I hope I can just mentally prepare myself. It, it's not going to be as enjoyable for me, like as if it was fall, because New York in the fall would just be insane. Mm, but, yeah. but I'm just like, okay, it's, it is what it is. This is great. Like, how often do you get flown out? You know what I mean? So I'm just going to take it as it is. I am shocked and surprised I've never been to New York. I am, I give off the energy of a person who would have. Me too. I think I have a lot of people yeah. say that. Like, the way you dress or like, yeah, you would love it there. And I actually don't love cities. I think that there's a lot of overwhelming aspects of going. Like, even trying to figure out transportation and how we're getting from one place to the next. Do we take the subway? Do we walk? Like, there are a lot of things about a big city where I'm like, no, this is <laughs> so stressful to me. But... It is so strange. I think it's just because we live so far. I mean, we go to L.A. all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I've been to L.A. countless times. Yeah, it is yeah, so far. Too. But yeah. it is one of those places where, like, if you think about going to other places in the U.S., which I guess I don't. I don't ever think about, like, going to Florida. I've never been to Florida, and I don't even think about going. I guess I've been, like, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been that's to Florida, kind of but... Florida Chicago. is just like so different from oh you've been to Chicago I feel like they have family there and there were yeah. like church conventions there so yeah I just feel like for me New York wasn't going to be the place that I'm like let's plan a vacation there it was always kind of yeah. like if the opportunity presents itself then we'll do it but that's not my first choice so now that the opportunity has presented itself I'm like all right let's just do it and it was funny too because I was talking to my mom and she's like why are you only going for like two extra days she's like you guys really need to make a trip out of this and I'm like oh wasn't expecting you to say that I'm like maybe we do need to make more of a trip out of this so now we're trying to figure out what to do oh so, good good yeah. yeah no definitely you definitely need to like be there I know it's just hard because I have a wedding at the Oregon coast the following weekend so there's like a oh. lot of like planning, but I think we have decided we're going to go to Virginia and Washington, D.C. because we like love that kind of stuff. So I think we're going to drive there from New what York. What kind of stuff? Virginia. National treasure? Well, obviously, my dream is <laughs> one national treasure tour. Um, we love museums. So being able to see the Declaration mm. of Independence and that type of stuff, like we actually love that. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever go there again. So mm. it would be fun to drive to any of those. Pennsylvania, like there are so many random things over there that are cool. So Amish country, yeah. Well, I know. I'm not, I want to go see the, peop, the Amish people. <laughs> like they're a spectacle. Yeah, kind of, kind of are. But yeah. there's TV shows for that, which they're exactly. not aware of. There's TLC um, for that. Right. Uh, so let's uh, 
let's start this episode. Let me pull up my notes. How to say, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so before we get into this episode, if you haven't heard, we started a Patreon currently currently airing on the patreon is our completely uncensored and popular opinions and they're wild so you should go listen <laughs> become a patron come become a patron come what, become a patron what does what does a patron patron is like a paying customer yes ah i believe so so it starts at five dollars a month we're gonna do really fun episodes that wouldn't be on our normal feed um and these are just like totally unedited and it's just a time to come hang out with us here are unfiltered opinions and so many other things it's it's the things that actual shakers like you a shaker like you're involved you know us you love our bicker you love our back and forth this is exactly what you would like. If you like the types of conversations we have with each other and the way that we talk to each other and us hating the world through unpopular yes. opinions and just our total and complete honesty, because unfortunately that just can't be aired on your typical podcast because we don't think those people will understand our intentions but shakers they will you get us you um, think just like us <laughs> it's true and really quick did you mean banter or bicker banter whoops because i think we should probably we just do start bicker bicker and if you enjoy our bicker and i was like i was our literally trying to think i'm bicker. like what is that so bicker understand. isn't a word either i don't th- just bickering Bicker must be a word, but if you're talking about the way we talk back and forth, that's banter. Banter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll get way more of that over at the Patreon. (laughs) Way more and unedited. (laughs) And unedited. So head to the show notes below starting at five bucks a month and become a patron and come hang out with us over there. And we have so Uh, much more that's going to be happening in the other tiers. We're just telling you now. We're so excited. It's like the cutest stuff ever. Yeah. so, so let's uh, get into today's episode. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this, the idea of doing a positivity episode, um, if you've been following along with the podcast on our New Year's episode, I was talking about how my word of the year is mind over matter. I get a word of the year and it's something for me to focus on. And one thing that... I've really been diving into and even just doing a lot of research on not even entirely on purpose. It just happens. And I see a lot of things, maybe because my mind is like um, sharp and keen towards like mind over matter and like positivity and positive self-talk information. I've been more into psychology. I've just come across recently a lot of studies and I think it's also because we have been looking into more podcast guests who are in the psychology field, doctors, uh, smart all people, of, all of those. Yeah, smart people and the things that we're just interested in. And um, if you know anything about me, I hate extremely positive people who are live in a ray well, we of don't sunshine. hate them we don't hate them we hate the attitude i yeah i, I hate the attitude I, well because I, no I one's can't that be positive. around people i can't no be one around is that positive 
Well, they are, but they're living in a la-la land that is not real. And That's what I mean. Like, it's not truly right. how not, it is. Right. It's almost right. creepy. You're like, it's darker in there. I know it is. I know exactly. you've thrown things before. I know it. <laughs> what are you trying to uh, go the complete opposite way of? That's that's what the, that type of mindset makes me think. If you have to be so positive, like, what trauma did you go through for you not to realize what you're doing right now um but the more studies I see the more I understand not those type of people because I don't think that they're doing it uh based off of studies but based off of you know who they are and what they're trying to do and I do believe it's a facade to a certain extent for some people and they don't even understand that but the studies I've seen have just shown the importance of mind over matter and changing the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you think about yourself and your surroundings. Um, I'll, I'll be talking about a few of those studies in particular, but um, unfortunately, forcing yourself to think positively, gag me, but it is so good for your brain and your body. Totally. Yeah, I think, well, when we were talking about this episode, I was just trying to think of, because we've talked about this before in the past, that usually when I'm like really in my own head or I'm feeling really negative, it's a very fleeting, like the longest it'll last is maybe a day. Like I don't really like dwell in that, but I know that there are a lot of people that do and that's okay because everybody is just different. But I was just trying to think because we always hear the thing of like, would you talk to your friends the way that you talk to yourself? You know, like that dumb thing that everybody says. But it it is very true. Like you would never look at a friend and and be like, well, you're fat and you're ugly and you're all these different things. I mean, maybe you would, but you probably shouldn't. And so it's like, how do you go about doing that, though? Because it's all in your own head. And that's like a really trippy thing is you're saying this to yourself and it's almost a secretive thing. So like if you internally hate yourself, the world might not even know that you're saying these things to yourself all the time. Um, Yeah. And I was I was just trying to think of the difference and um, especially being self-employed, if I can't get out of that, there's no way that I could keep doing what I'm doing because I have to be able to counteract those negative feelings with positive feelings or it just like doesn't work anymore. Hmm. What do you mean? In like what ways? Because it's really easy when you like don't book the job you want or you're struggling for work. So like when you're self-employed, you have to constantly be self-motivated as well. And I feel like motivation, a lot of that comes from being positive about yourself and about the world around you, because most likely if you are self-employed or I guess even say let's even say you're not self-employed, but you're trying to do something that's outside of just your normal daily schedule. You have to be motivated to do that, whether it's working out, cooking for yourself, raising kids like not yelling at your pets having a good relationship like you have to be in a headspace where you're motivated to do those things but you can't really have motivation without being positive because if you're just saying well you piece of crap you better work because you're a piece of crap it's like well you're not going to produce good things because you're not in a healthy headspace so I've just had to learn have like yes have those emotions there are going to be days absolutely 
But if I can't get out of it, then I either need to stop what I'm doing now and and get a different job or honestly suck it up and stop acting like the victim and like tell myself the things that I need to hear. Give myself a pep talk. And we all have the ability to do that. Totally. Uh, One of the things while I was like doing research on this episode, and this is why I didn't just want to talk about like... uh, Uh, talking to yourself because that holds so much importance but also um, your surroundings and the effect it has on your mental health and emotional health so like one of the things is which goes along with this is like who you you surround yourself with that Mm -hmm. is going to affect so much going on in your life I mean how often do you hear someone say like yeah, once I stopped being friends with blank or once I broke up with blank, I felt so much more free and like I could be myself and I felt so much better. It's like, well, yeah, you were with an awful person and you were also probably being encouraged by friends and family to stop being with that person and you're now listening to people who are actually like for you rather than that friend or that significant other who was not for you and was bad for you and so once you stop constantly surrounding yourself I mean we see this so often in relationships where once the person gets in a relationship they stop being friends with anyone else and then they get cut off from the world and then they realize finally this person's awful for them they break up And they realize their eyes have been opened up and they had me controlled and I couldn't be friends with anyone anymore. And now I feel so much better. It's like, yeah, you were constantly around a toxic person. So you're going to feel better because you're not surrounding yourself with that. And so I think the the problem that a lot of people have is how do I not be friends with someone who's a negative influence on you? And that's something that's really difficult. I think we've even talked about that in past episodes before. And there's a difference between helping someone through a season or helping someone just generally at arm's length and maybe bringing them down a tier as far as friendship wise is concerned and like how you classify that friendship and then trying to pull that person up to a positive place while they're in a negative spot um you shouldn't have to be and you shouldn't be as far as your own like mental and emotional and physical health is concerned be pulling someone up constantly because they're only going to take you down Yeah, I mean, you can't keep filling somebody's cup up if they're not interested in filling filling yours. And I think we've been in that a lot. And and I do think that comes from a great a place of really good intention most of the time. Like I know for me, when I've been in those situations, it's because I don't want that person to feel sad. I don't want them to get into a situation. I don't want them to hurt themselves. I don't want them to, you know, like I want them to follow their dreams so bad that honestly, I've been in spots where I've given up my dreams because I want to provide that for somebody else and not that you shouldn't serve or be selfless but there comes a point when you have to just like let somebody go and say you have to make that decision and you have to be better and that probably means not having that person in your life um and while you were talking I was thinking about it and I think self-talk is is so much deeper than we even think it is because 
if you can learn to be positive to yourself and have a positive self-talk, then you eliminate the need for caring about the opinions of other people. Because if you can learn to get yourself through situations and not saying like you shouldn't have that go-to person, like your spouse or your mom or your best friend, but there are going to be times when you are totally alone, you don't have anyone, they're not going to be there for you. And for us, I think that's God. For us, that's going to be praying and like getting through those moments. But you also have to be like, you can do this, like telling yourself you can do this. And then that eliminates maybe talking to somebody who isn't going to be good for you. Because what if you start talking to people that are like, well, you should just quit then. Like I've had people like that in my life going, well, you know, you've been struggling with like finances a lot. I think you probably should just get a job. And I remember those times where I just go, okay, I'm putting that friend in a different box in my head now. They are not going to be the person I can go to that are going to encourage me. So I need to learn to do that. Um, and I think it's really important to get to that spot because it all surrounds like your worth and how you feel about yourself and ultimately what you're going to accomplish in life. What's up, everybody? We're Blair and Luke Fry. And you can tune in every Friday to our podcast. Catch up with the fries. We met through a bachelorette spinoff dating show called The Blairette. And now we're married, traveling the world together and sharing our journey along the way. Luke is a travel nurse by day, musician by night. And Blair is a full-time content creator. So right now, we're super blessed to both do what we love and see the world while we do it. Every Friday, you can catch up with us as we share our latest travel adventures, have real and raw conversations with one another, share more about our faith, and just have fun. Our goal is to put a smile on your face and help kickstart your weekend. So if you need a little pick-me-up with your new favorite weirdos, head to the link in today's episode show notes and you can catch up with the fries. One way I like to think of friendships, um, I see it as like this diagram, like what you were saying, like putting them in a different box. I like to think of it as tiers. And rather than thinking of friendships as relationships where either you're with them or you break up with them, I like to think of my friendships as just different classifications or different tiers where there are my friends who I see all the time. I talk to them quite a bit. I talk to them throughout the week. And then there are friends who turn into acquaintances. Um, There's another tier that is uh, friends who are long distance, but I talk to them. And then there's friends who are long distance. We never really talk, but every time we see each other or we do talk, it's like we're back to our old ways and like nothing's changed and I just have to think although it's disappointing there are times where there's a friend going through a difficult time or a friend who's like even going through a change of trying to figure out themselves and they're like kind of pushing everyone away or they're trying to just figure out life and they're doing all these different things with their life that are contrary or just different from how they used to be and who you are and that's okay and all I have to do in my head when I go through those seasons is say that person's on a different tier and this this can even go with family as well as far as my family relationships I mean there is family that I'm not super close with and uh, I honestly don't really trust all that much either. I'm not just saying immediate family, but I mean, I have, you know, like a hundred cousins and like thousand aunts and uncles. And so I'm just talking generally. Um, But I have to just tell myself like, well, 
Just because they themselves aren't really trusting people doesn't mean that they're not family. In the same way I think of my friends. Um, There are times not to be friends with someone. I've talked about an instance where I had a friend who... I was like their 911. I would pick them up when they were too drunk at a party and they almost were getting the cops called on them. And I was picking them up. I was their DD. I, and I kept telling them, I'm like, you really need to pick up your life and like, you need to understand your self worth. It got to a point where Zav actually had to tell me, they're like, you know, there's a point where you're not really their friend and you're inhibiting them from actually hitting rock bottom and getting help. And so I had to realize that this person that I had, who was my best friend, who had turned into an acquaintance, and then I was their 911 line for help, I had to just stop that relationship. And it's crazy because I recently got an email from that friend just telling me like, thank you for, you know, the talks that we had and apologizing for putting me through those places and like has actually since come to faith and found the Lord who I'm so thankful for because this, she's an amazing person. And so, um, and that's why I like had to drop this friendship because it was actually better for the both of us. It was better for me not to be in her life because she had to realize what she was doing to me and how she was hurting me. And it was better for me because it was keeping me in like this old path and old ways. And it was really bringing me down. And literally this is a, you guys, this is a part of the studies that I'm talking about. There are actually studies that show that you not being around positive people and being negatively influenced by negative people will literally cause anxiety and depression inside of yourself. So it's crazy because that's not even like you inhibiting those things. It's just surrounding yourself around that. Yeah. And I mean, I I think it all wraps around to like, where do we find our identity? And again, for us, that's in Christ. But when you look at how prevalent suicide is and how prevalent mental health is, I mean, I don't think I even know one person that doesn't have some sort of like mental health issue or anxiety or depression. And it's because I think we're we're looking for this outside validation without realizing that, again, for us, for the millionth time, that comes from the Lord for us. But after that, it comes from like, how do you truly feel about yourself? And I'm not saying, oh, love yourself. Like, I don't even want to get into that because I think that's <laughs> irritating. But it's more like truly how do you feel about yourself in this moment? Like tomorrow, if you got diagnosed with cancer, how do you feel about yourself? Do you feel like you've accomplished the things you've wanted? Do you feel like you've pursued the things? Are you happy with your relationships? Are you happy with your friendships? Like, would you be okay if some of your friendships said, or your friend said, I'm moving tomorrow? Or would you be relieved? Like, if your job fired you tomorrow, would you be happy? Or would you be kind of, like, sad? Or would you be kind of relieved? And it's, like, putting those things in check of the fragility of life And knowing like your life could end at any point and are you okay with where you're at within your own head, not seeking the validation of the friends around you or 
honestly your family I think so many people find their identities in their families and if their parents are proud of them and if their grandparents if you went to the school your grandparents went to and if you're studying the thing and you're making the money and it's like well why does any of that matter if you're not happy with where you're at in life um and I think that some tangible things that you can go through in those moments are yeah if you want to feel it feel it if more than 24 hours 48 hours goes by and you're still in this little like pity party puddle it's time to get up like it's time to get up apart from actual grieving or going through through something that's really traumatic but it's like look at yourself in the mirror and if you don't like it change it and if you don't want to change it shut up about it (laughs) to be honest Mm. and that's what I've had to tell myself too I even more recently you know we had talked about this before of kind of having a midlife crisis after like my Disney depression (laughs) and and coming home and being like oh my gosh I'm not doing anything I love anymore like there is a huge gap in my life of where I want to be creative and have all these different things and I just remember being like well if I'm going to be so upset am I trying to change it Or like, am I just going to sit in this? And I just remember being like, okay, non-negotiable. I'm going to start doing this. And then it's like, I started doing my own content again. And I can't even tell you like the mental shift in just doing that of like feeling like, oh man, this is so cool. I get to do these things again. So a lot of where I think this comes from for people is like, you can actually change this. And if you don't like your situation, you actually have the ability to change it. You don't need to ask, like, of course, if you want to ask for advice, but you actually don't need to. What do you want? Where are you at? And why are you maybe talking to yourself so negatively all the time? Like, there is a reason. Mm. I think one thing that we have, like, driven into our listeners' heads but can't talk enough on is taking your thoughts captive and the importance of that. And one thing that I, if I were to analyze how I think now versus um, a time uh, when I've had depression or times when I'm in a depression, it really is the constant negative self-talk and it's the way that I talk about myself. Um, Although I don't, know necessarily how I would get out of a depression other than medication. Um, I do know that one thing I know more about now that I didn't before is how important it is what you're saying to yourself. And um, there's things outside of that that, of course, cause depression. But I mean, taking little steps towards your mental health and thinking more positively so for instance um because I will catch myself just having off days or off weeks where I will realize I'm not talking to myself very nicely and I'm I also don't feel good I haven't been feeling good about myself so anytime I'm having a negative thought I will literally stop myself And out loud, I will combat it with uh, the truth. And so I know other people like to journal. And I, I used to do this. I would write down all of my negative thoughts. And then on the other side, I would put truth um, next to it. And knowing the Lord, I would have to go to the Bible because I couldn't even tell myself what that truth was. It was like I... I was so foggy in my brain and I was thinking so black 
um, so dark, so negative that I couldn't tell myself what truth was, what is absolute truth. So I would, I would literally have to go to the word and write down Bible verses as far as like my identity and my worth and who I am and that I am good enough and that I am loved. And so uh, whenever I'm going through these cycles of negativity, I stop myself and I I have to tell myself what the actual truth is and that those thoughts aren't from me and they're not from God and they're probably not things that other people are thinking about me. And that's kind of what I mean by like um uh uh forcing yourself even though you might not believe it. There are a lot of things that I don't necessarily believe about myself, but I will constantly tell myself it to feel better. It's forcing myself to be positive. Like for example, it's it's like I might not feel good about myself, but I will tell myself like you're looking good today. You're looking great. And it's, it's like, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, I mean, when you force yourself to smile, even though you're not happy, it makes you happy. It's, it's like the same thing. Um, when you tell yourself positive things, your whole body is physically and mentally changed. Mm -hmm. That's funny. They say that in P-Volve all the time when you're getting close to the end and you're exhausted, they go smile. And then you actually do it and you're like so annoyed that you're doing it, but you're oh, like, it's okay, the worst. yeah, like I'm smiling, I'm getting through this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it's just so important to remember the, the power that we all have and the strength we all have. And I think we all sell ourselves short. Mm. We just think like, well... I and this is a thing that's really just grinding my gears lately The I'm not this type of person well I'm not mm-hmm. naturally a, I heard that the other day well I'm not naturally a hard worker like you it's like excuse me like don't diminish what I have to do every day to get up and work this hard because it's not yeah. easy for me and it's the same with anything it's like well I'm not naturally athletic it's like do you have any idea how hard Michael Jordan had to work to get to where he was like he literally was told he would never be a basketball player ever because he was so bad and it's like you cannot take away that how hard people have to work to be motivated to talk to themselves positively and to get to where they need to be because we are all that type of person but unfortunately over the course of life the more bad choices you make the worse people that you're around all of the the more safety blankets you put around you the less you are going to be strong so it's like you really have to look at your life and be like am I enabling my own behavior am Mm -hmm. I staying at this job because it makes it really comfortable for me Am I keeping these friends because I don't want to have to deal with saying goodbye to them? Am I staying in this relationship that's actually really, really bad because I don't want to deal with a breakup or deal with being alone? And it's like all of those are self-inflicted. All of those are a consequence for your own actions. And that's why you can't be the victim with so many different things. It's like it's it's the same with working out. It's like if you can't get to the spot where you are telling yourself you are strong, you are capable. Maybe you're at a spot where let's say you need to lose 100 pounds. That is daunting, okay? But you can do it. Your body is actually made to do it. So if you can do it, it all is in your head. And I just, 
I just think so many people need to realize the strength that they have and the ability that they have, even if they're at a spot where they don't know, like maybe it's been a long time and they're feeling like, how can I move like move from this it's like you actually can it's literally just one step at a time it's one positive thought at a time you just have to make those choices you know it it's all a choice it the only thing that gets me through workouts is telling myself that there's things to look forward to and like not giving myself a choice and just doing it yeah it's it's all mental like like I know that some people can try to say, oh, it's because you have a routine. It's because uh, you get yourself excited for it by doing these things. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's because I'm putting the mental effort into the physical work. Mm -hmm. And so mentally, I'll tell myself, buy workout gear that gets you excited so that you're excited to put it on. And then when you wake up in the morning and it's a workout day, you just put it on. You don't even think about it. That's the first step. And then you drink your coffee and you relax and you just get yourself ready to go and you don't think about working out. You just go downstairs and you do it. And then you have a playlist that gets you excited. And literally, I feel so stupid while I work out. But when it gets hard, I'm like, I'm doing this. I can do this. I'm literally doing this still. The fact yeah. that I'm I'm just telling myself. And then uh, it's funny because I've been doing intervals. And so like you'll do a hard resistance incline on the bike. And I've been uh, telling myself, oh, 20 more seconds. That's not a lot of time. And when those 20 seconds are done, I'm going to be so glad that I did that. And I won't even be thinking that in another minute, I'm going to be doing another minute of intervals. And all I tell myself is like, and I'm only having to do three. I'm not thinking about like the 200 more workouts I have to do this year. I'm just thinking about what I have to do in these next few moments to get my workout done. And it's funny that you actually uh, mention losing weight because this is the crazy study that... um, one of the studies that I think about all the time. I mean, this Harvard study, if any anyone's interested, I would love to send it to you. It's a uh, it's called Mindset Matters, Exercise and the Placebo Effect. So this is just a quick synopsis of what um, of what one of the studies is. So in a study testing whether the relationship between exercise and health is moderated by one's mindset, 84 female room, attendants working in several different hotels were measured on physiological health variables affected by exercise. Those in the informed condition were were told that the work they do, cleaning hotel rooms, is good exercise and satisfies the general the Surgeon General's recommendations for an active lifestyle. Examples of how their work was Examples of how their work was exercise was provided. Subjects in the control group were not given this information. Although actual behavior did not change, four weeks after the intervention, the informed group perceived themselves to be getting significantly more exercise than before. As a result, compared with the control group, they showed a decrease in weight, blood pressure, body fat, waist-to-hip ratio, and body mass index. These results support the hypothesis that exercise affects health in part and in whole via via the placebo effect. 
that is how much the mind can do. Uh huh. Is that not crazy? And that's just one of the small studies that's done in this. I mean, there's even more than this within within these studies. It's it's crazy. I think it really comes down to like if you value yourself and like really ask yourself, do I value who I am as a human? And if you don't, then why do you not value yourself? Is it some decisions you made? Is it your daily lifestyle? Whatever it is. Most of the time it can be fixable or you can work through it. But if you, it's like, do you take care of yourself the way you take care of your kids? Mm -hmm. And like, that's, I think really important. Or do you take care of yourself as much as you take care of your dog? Totally. And it's like, are you putting that in? And sometimes what helps me is I I think of my body as not I think of my body as not a part of myself so I think of me as Olivia here like floating and then I think of my body as one thing and then I think how can I take care of this like how can I take care of this thing that it's just a vessel for me like obviously we are not our bodies like we will deteriorate but it's like this is the body I was given and I can't get out of it. Which, by the way, if you really think about that, sometimes that trips me out. I'm well, like, I can't I, get out of my own you body. You literally just put me in a <laughs> matrix. <laughs> I, I, one time I did that, Arturo was like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, I you literally don't. just realized I can't get out of my own body. <laughs> he says oh, that to no. this day. It was like 10 years ago I said that. Um but I, I think of it in, in the positive way of like, is eating that thing or going out and eat, drinking a lot, are these valuable things for my life? Is spending that money, is being in that, watching TV all the time, are those valuable things for this body that I have been given? And it's the same, yeah, like with positive things of working out and all of this different stuff. And by the way, if you are going to choose to go drink or have treats or do all these things, that's okay. But don't talk negatively to yourself when you're doing it. Yeah. It's like if you decide you want to go have a cookie, eat, eat the cookie. Like don't be talking about how bad it is you're eating the cookie when you're eating the cookie. Right. <laughs> so it's like I think we all need to get to this spot of balance like you said. But also, I mean, that study even shows so much of this is just all in our heads. You think you can't do one more rep, but you can. You think you can't break up with your boyfriend, but you can. And guess what? You're going to survive. You will. You're not going to die from doing a workout or breaking up with somebody or talk, having a hard conversation with a friend. It's just not fun, but it's going to enable you to grow, you know? All right, Shakers, guess what? We started a Patreon. I mean, now you literally can pay us to talk more. That's what you've all wanted, right? Well, after a long debate and many years of doing this podcast, we decided let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. Let's start a Patreon. So what you're going to find on the Patreon is very different than what you will find on our normal like Apple or Spotify feeds. It's still us, but it's a little bit more banter and they're kind of the episodes that you know, wouldn't see the light of day on the Apple podcast feed. Um, Right now over there, we have completely uncensored, unpopular opinions. We're going to have chats on reality TV, really popular shows that are on Netflix or Hulu, things like that. Things that maybe aren't going to go on that main feed, but our true shaker community will enjoy. Um, All you have to do is head to the show notes below, head to Patreon. It's only $5 a month. You can get some more bougie packages where you'll get like scrunchies and stuff, but really, it just starts at five bucks a month. That's literally less than a cup of coffee. And it really 
helps us. It supports us. You know, it keeps the lights on over here. So if you are interested and you have always wanted to hear us have our completely uncensored unpopular opinions, this is the place to go. So again, head to the show notes below. It's five bucks a month and we'll see you over at Patreon. What's crazy is um, I haven't been working out that long. And even when I work out, it's not extremely intense. It's it's really not intense quite at all. And it's weird because Zav the other day was like, wait, are you, are you getting abs? I'm like, no, I just work out on the bike. There's no way. I'm literally getting definition in my abdomen from working out on a bike. And it's weird because I, I'm i just always telling myself like, wow, working out is so good for you. Like you're doing a good job working out. And I'll tell myself, I'm like, I'm seeing so many results. I'm so much stronger. I feel such a big difference. The fact that I'm doing this is such a good thing for me. And it's weird because I think I see more results from that than the actual working out that I'm doing compared to, I remember uh, when I was doing the most intense workouts that I had ever been doing. And it, you know, for me right now, it's it's not even about weight loss. I'm, I'm not even trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to be healthy and active. But when I used to do CrossFit, I was really trying to lose weight. It was when I had an eating disorder. And I remember thinking so negatively about myself. And although I uh, saw some results, I had done it for months and I saw barely any difference in my uh, body fat ratio, um, my muscle mass. I definitely wasn't thinking good about myself. And on top of that, I, after doing CrossFit would go home and run like five miles, like on crazy hills. And, and of course, like eating habits really matter too. And I was really wanting to lose weight. But when I look back, knowing these statistics, I now know it was the way I was talking to myself. I did not love myself. I did not care about myself. All I wanted was to look a certain way. But because of my brain, there was no way I was going to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you're upset with yourself, you're producing stress and cortisol and all of that's going to make you gain weight. And that's just scientific. And that's what I was telling somebody. I think they were asking me, like, how do you work out every day? Mm-hmm. And I don't. I mean, I try my best to work out five days a week. But if I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up. I tr- I do. I struggle with that. I struggle with a lot of guilt when I don't work out or eat healthy. And that's something that I do actively work on. Um, but I do think it's like, people go into the gym because they hate themselves and they want to be skinny. And I think the first thing women need to realize is, um, first of all, being skinny, that is not being healthy. And also everybody, everybody's body is different. And you could have a body that might not ever look like somebody you're trying to look like because you're just built differently. You have different Mm -hmm. bones and body structure. But then also you're going into a workout because you're saying, I am disgusting and I'm going to now I'm going to work out because I'm disgusting and I had that wanted and I don't want to do this and why am I doing this I'm not even going to do this tomorrow and they're just like 
you know, you eat a piece of bread for lunch. So you're on the stair stepper for an hour. And it's like, you need to understand what type of workouts you're doing. Are they actually prolonging your life? I do have an issue with a lot of like CrossFit thing. That's just an opinion based thing. I don't think it's good for longevity. And, and that's a different conversation. But I think it's like, what are you doing today that's going to help you when you're 60? And there are a lot of workouts that will help you do that. But if you're going into a workout because you just hate yourself and you want to be skinny, you're just not going to get anywhere. So I think, again, like you were saying, it's just down to the the piece of where if if you don't love yourself when you're 400 pounds, you're not going to love yourself when you're your most ideal body. That's just how it is. Now, don't get too in in the weeds about that though and don't be like well now I'm just not going to change because I love myself it's like no get healthy if you don't like where you're at get healthy if that's the choice that you're going to make do it be tough love though don't hate just give yourself tough love and I think that's where we need to be too especially people who want to follow their dreams or be self-employed it's like you gotta kick yourself in the butt and be like no you can do better you will do better you're not special quit complaining and I don't think that's the same thing as hate it's just more like you are giving yourself tough love in the situations when you need it the most yeah I was just gonna say um outside of exercise that can go into any component of your life yeah that, that can go anywhere so this doesn't yeah. it's it's really easy because working out I think is just such an easy uh example to use but you you can use these towards anything that you're doing if you don't love yourself where you're at right now and you think that doing something else is going to make it better that's probably not true it's of course there are uh contradictions like if you're in a really abusive relationship any type of abusive relationship not even just a really abusive relationship or you are surrounded by people that you're probably not supposed to or you know, you are doing toxic things to your body. But if you're like, wow, I should do this because it's going to make me feel better. Probably not. You probably have to talk to yourself better. And you probably, that's the part of like uh, loving yourself and like self-care and self-love. That's the only time we'll agree with you is um, when you're actually learning to love yourself and not just doing all of these things to be selfish and um, not to care about others. Because even one thing I was going to say, uh, to practice uh, uh, talking mentally to yourself. A part of that is also doing better for others. That helps with depression, anxiety actually, is by serving others. And I think yeah. that's so cool. I'm like, hello, Jesus, like exactly yeah. what you call us to do, Lord. That's wild that literally by buying someone a cup of coffee will help you probably more than it helps the other person yeah totally isn't that crazy yeah I mean as we kind of like wrap up here I think like in every aspect of my life I've always tried to go above and beyond what can I do that's above and beyond I don't care if I'm working at a job that I don't like and I'm a server how can I go above and beyond and get that person water before they ask how can I go out of my way to buy a regular a brownie on his birthday like how can I do these things because eventually it's like I worked myself up to like 
higher up in every job I had. Unfortunately, I wish I wouldn't have taken those positions because they were the worst. But it really showed me the value of hard work and going above and beyond in situations you don't want to. And that's the same for working out. Maybe above and beyond for you is just doing one more rep. Maybe above and beyond is watching a movie with your mom tonight because she just really wants to watch a Hallmark movie with you. Maybe that's your above and beyond. But it's like doing those things are actually going to make you stronger. The more things you do that you feel comfortable and safe, the less you're going to grow. And that's mm-hmm. just the fact of that's ex- the fact of life right there. The Bible literally <laughs> says that. Yeah. So toughen up. But toughen up with love and not hate towards yourself because really this next week as you're working out or you're trying to start something new or whatever it is you're going through right now just look at yourself and be like you got this you can do this and maybe I need to make a few changes in my life and this is how I'm going to start doing those things what I was just touching on as far as what makes people feel better is by doing something for others I really want to encourage you, if you want to think better about yourself, by doing something for others, it actually boosts positivity and um, overall optimism, which is wild. I want you to authentically and genuinely compliment someone. And if you want to push it a little bit further, instead of maybe complimenting someone that it's really easy for you to do it for compliment someone you have a hard time for and something that is totally authentic and not fake because what I've noticed with myself is sometimes I can have a hard time giving someone the benefit of the doubt when they've hurt me but what I do to push myself is you know what I'm gonna love this person anyways and one thing I do this isn't to say everyone I compliment I hate or something or that they've done wrong to me but even the people that I have a hard time with I try to choose to think better about them and one way I do that is by complimenting them and sharing something I appreciate about them hey you're you're really pretty now that you've done your hair different (laughs) now that you've gotten plastic surgery You look great. Now that you've learned to stop talking so much, I really enjoy being around you. Are those good I'm, compliments? I'm glad that you wear more makeup. Yeah. You actually look so alive and awake today now that you did your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Just the meanest things. Um, oh, that was great. Well, as we end, and we better end soon because I'm so hot in my Mickey Mouse sweatshirt. I'm sweating so bad right now. So we need to wrap things up. Um Again, if you want to hear more of these fun, authentic conversations, maybe a little bit more spicy, you can head on over to our Patreon. Um, Starting $5 a month, you can head to the link below in the show notes. Um, If you haven't yet, you can follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast and follow us personally at Olivia Kernan at Lisa Brosser. You can also join our Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. There we'll build you up, hype you up, let you know you got this. Right, Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. So it's always better when salt, when and, pepper. salt and pepper come together. Come together. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. 
follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.